0: Reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. When I come to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature do we speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who were doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, "What no eye has seen, no ear heard, Nor the human heart conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within? so also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Now we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. The Word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, the fifth chapter, beginning with the thirteenth verse. Jesus is speaking. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its, its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, unless heaven and earth pass away, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whomever breaks one of the least of these commandments... And teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to to God. You may be seated. Anybody get up this morning and think, man, I'm salt of the earth. Anybody? Huh? None of you did that? Nobody? What about, what about, did y'all do it? I mean, no, you didn't get up this morning and say, I'm going to church and we're all the salt of the earth together? Nobody? Listen, that's going to change today. Why is it going to change? Is it going to change because the preacher told you you're the salt of the earth? Why should that change? Why should our thinking about who the church is in the world change? He also said, you're the light of the world. Did any of y'all get up, choir, think about you're going to go make the world a brighter place? Anybody? We got work to do, don't we? I didn't think about it either. I was just forced to because I was reading this text, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, Jesus, seriously, you're going to call me the light of the world? Well, he didn't say I was. He said, y'all. See, that's inherent in the Greek in that. It doesn't it get to us in English because we don't, we don't want to put y'all in the Bible. <laughs> Most of the people who the trans, do the translations are not from South Carolina. But if it had been translated from people from South Carolina, they would have said, y'all are the salt of the earth. Because listen, it's not something I can do on my own. Not something I can do on my own. Same thing for light. I might go out and somebody say, you know, you were a bright place for me today. But somebody else is going to say, I hate that he showed up. I can be light and dark at the same time. But it's harder for us to be light and dark at the same time when we're together. Think about the joy you feel when you are here worshiping. That joy expressed in the world becomes a light that dispels darkness. We can't do that on our own. So Jesus said, y'all are the salt of the earth. Y'all are the light of the world. Who knows what salt does? Anybody? Yeah, just... I can't hear you, but it's okay. Um, huh? It flavors things. Who said that? All right, you like grits without salt? Grits without salt's the nastiest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> Other than the first time I went to the lunchroom when I was in graduate school at Arizona State University, I saw grits in the little thing, you know. I said, I'm going to live. It was cream of wheat. Listen, they don't make that much salt. (laughs) So y'all are in touch with one thing. Salt makes stuff taste good, doesn't it? Now, it also makes your blood pressure go up, doesn't it? But it sure makes things taste good. I heard somebody, I think somebody said it preserves stuff. Did somebody say that? If you didn't, somebody just give yourself credit. It rises up. Yeah, it does, yeah. I didn't know that one. I'm not going to use, I'm doing a three-point thing today so I'm going to say it makes stuff taste better but you know it preserves things too as a hunter one of the things that I do is is I put I put salt on a skull cap to dry it out I mean I don't really want to go into all that you know you cut the antlers off and you got this little cap and I put it in aluminum foil put salt in it and it dries the bone out completely and preserves it salt preserves things did anybody say it makes you thirsty anybody You ever been, John? That's me, man. You ever been at the beach and accidentally swallowed Myrtle Beach water? I mean, that's a terrifying thing in and of itself. (laughs) Didn't y'all think it's kind of ironic that that balloon didn't get shot till it went to Myrtle Beach? (laughs) I didn't really want to break that out, but y'all were thinking it too. But listen. You get that salt water in your mouth, or if you've ever had to gargle with salt water, did you notice that you had to drink something after? It makes us thirsty. Listen, here's what I think Jesus is telling His church. Because you know, we can't look at this and say, He's speaking to James and John because they were strong disciples. Or He's speaking just to Peter because He said, Y'all! And we are joined to Peter and James and John and every single person that was sitting there today. We are joined to them through the baptism that we share, through the faith that we share, and through the Lord that we share. Because we are one in Christ with the people who sat there that day listening to Him talk. And He spoke to them and they continue to speak His words to others. So the word comes to us today, church, that we are the salt of the earth. Which means that somehow Jesus, I got a cheat sheet, somehow Jesus is going to use us to make the world taste better. Some of y'all have had that experience. You've lost loved ones, been through something hurtful, and the people of Christ came to you, didn't they? Jesus is going to use us to preserve. Now what what could that mean for us? Well, one of the things that the church has learned about itself through the years is that we are ambassadors of Christ. That we carry the Word into the world that the world need not be destroyed. That people need not be destroyed by sin and death, but they can have what? Y'all know that, John 3.16. Y'all all know that one, don't you? What is it that we get instead of destruction and sin? Eternal life. We're preserved. Isn't that that the bedrock core of faith? To know that no matter what darkness rears its head in the world, that we can stand and shout the name of Jesus into it and know that there will be life. And that whatever circumstance we are caught in will be redeemed. We can be free. Salt preserves. And it makes people thirsty. We're going to be doing a book study in Lent, a little book called Faith Sharing. This gives a simple idea of why it is that Christians should talk about what they believe and gives enough. Structure in what we believe to help you to tell someone else. Because listen, I think Jesus was telling those first disciples and us, You are who I will use to make the world thirst for me. Do you hear that, church? The days, the days when people showed up because they were supposed to. Ended 50 years ago. Now is a time for witness. To be unafraid to speak the name of Jesus and cause people to thirst for Him. I think that's what Jesus means when He says, You are the salt of the earth. Let's talk about light for a minute. Got a funny for you. You want to hear it? What do you call a chicken that's afraid of the dark? The chicken. <laughs> Somebody's eight-year-old son made that one up. Let me, share, let me share one with you that maybe gets closer to the text. It says, One afternoon, a little boy was playing outdoors. He used his mother's broom as a horse. And he had a wonderful time until it was getting dark. He left the broom on the front porch His mother was cleaning up the kitchen and when she realized that her broom was missing, she asked her son about the broom and he told her where it was. She asked him to please go get it. And the little boy informed his mom that he was afraid of the dark and didn't want to go out and get the broom. His mother smiled and said, The Lord is out there. Don't be afraid. So the little boy opened the back door just a tiny bit. Stuck his mouth out the door and said, Lord, if you're out there, hand me the broom. (laughs) Can I ask you, dear ones? Do you believe that the risen Christ is out there in the world with you? Do you believe that when you leave here, you carry that light that you know into the world as part of you? You're a flashlight. That's what you are. You're a mirror. You reflect the light of God in the world. Now, Jesus didn't say that you all might be these things. He said you are. And you may feel in yourself that I can't possibly be salt to anyone. Or you might be saying, I don't know that I have any light in me. But if you were in Christ, then this is who you already are. Because he said so. So we could hear this, and we could decide that we don't need to really worry about changing who we are. Or we don't really need to worry about letting God work in us to change us. Or, we could ask ourselves, would we like to be what Jesus describes? And we could offer ourselves in submission to His Word, that He said, you are these things. I want to tell you a very short story about how I saw this happen one time. In 2017, I went with a group of youth to Revolution. We stayed at a YMC camp that had a fire ring because teenagers love fire, don't they? The night after the Saturday night worship, we built a fire and we sat around it and we talked about Christ together. And I watched those kids be salt and light to each other. And it happened because they were willing to open their mouths and speak about their own lives. You, dear ones, are walking signs and symbols of the grace of God. And by that grace, you either are now or you will be together the salt of the earth the light of the world. As we come to His table today to be nourished by this meal of grace, will you ask Him to make you so? When the broken body of our Lord is placed in your hand, will you receive this promise of who you are? There is grace here to strengthen you to be both soft and light.